welcome to this Inside Scoop episode of the Bailey's Horse Feeds podcast. My name's Jane Buchan, I'm the Marketing Manager for Bailey's and I'm joined by local and international event rider and Bailey's Ambassador, Claire Fielding, to discuss the sorts of challenges that we as riders face at this time of year. Um, we're recording on what is constantly being, we're being told is Blue Monday, as in the middle of January, the middle of winter, the middle of lockdown three in England, and it's a tough time for all horse owners, uh, let alone any who are trying to uh, keep horses going and prepare for uh, competition season um, in the spring and summer months. Claire is a hard-working um, professional rider, I'm an amateur rider, um, so we hope that we'll give you a slightly different perspective from perhaps the top professionals that um, Bailey's works with. But uh, let's kick on and let me introduce Claire. Claire Fielding, tell us a little bit about your yard, where you are, you're local to us in, in Essex at Bailey's. So. Tell us a bit about yourself. Okay, so I'm based in Stansted, uh, Essex, and I've got a yard of eight eight stables and have up to 10 horses. Currently, I've got seven in, so it's pretty busy. I compete from young horses up to intermediate and three-star level, and yeah. So you've got, exciting. got plenty, plenty in at the moment. That's amazing. I'm, I mean, I yeah, got, plenty. In. Yeah, I, I wasn't sure how many you'd you you'd got in, but you're pretty pretty full then for your for the winter month yeah i mean i think you know i sort of say oh I'm, i've got seven and not eight and then people go god you got you got seven horses how do you do seven horses when you know we're in lockdown the weather's rubbish you've got to keep inspired and uh and everything else but then i suppose you know what's coming it's not things aren't going to be forever are they so no that is very true way. yeah january's a pop anyway yeah. <laughs> Whereas I've got, I've got uh, two of my own, uh, mine are on DIY livery and then my husband has a horse as well, so we've got three on the go and yeah, DIY, it literally is DIY, we do it all ourselves, they do get fetched in at lunchtime for us because um, they do go out every day, we're very lucky, um, the yard where we keep them, we are allowed um, all year round turnout, um, but mm. it is uh, restricted in the winter, but um, yeah, and yeah. Um, juggling that obviously it's still with... all that working a yeah found your full-time job as well isn't it you yes, know, I, exactly. I, I look at people at friends of mine that um work in london and they've got what even you know one two horses and i think how do they do that and i admire them because they get up really early ride the horse at five o'clock in the morning in the summer or whatever and then they go to work and then they come back really late or, or they might ride them and they get back then go home and have dinner might go for a run i think god how do they do all that that's yeah. my way and i think oh, and i just do it all day long and yeah. you know plan my day because I'm my own boss I live where I work um and you know it's lovely and they and they look at it the other way for me how do you do that out there in the cold yeah. all the time all day yeah. long and so it's the flip side of it isn't it yeah I'm in awe, not in awe of them but I think oh my god I couldn't do that but then they look at me and think well you can do what you do so um yes it is very it is I mean I must admit I always think gosh how do you do that but you're right you know because I do then um uh, I'm not, I would have to confess to not really running very much at the moment, but um, I am doing sort of doing sort of strength and fitness stuff because I only ride two or three a day um, compared to sort of, you know, however many, four, five, six, seven or whatever the, you know, the, the top riders um, are riding. So do you manage to keep yours out? Do they get turnout? How are you working it? Yeah, we're really, really lucky here. We've got actually very good grazing. Um, I've got, oh gosh, I don't know how many acres, probably 15 acres maybe. I've got two big, very big fields. Um, we have a cricket ground down here. So when the cricket's on in the summertime, you lose it a bit when they have a park in the field. But the other side of it, that's cricket runs basically about the same amount of time as the event season. Maybe they finish a little bit earlier than us. Um, and the rest of it, it's all you know, it's all mine. My horses go out there at night. That's a big field. Then I've got a couple of smaller fields. Um, one that we're sort of trash. I call trashing at the moment. Yeah. Um, it looks trashed at the top, but actually, as you go further down it, it's really you could walk in and not get muddy. It's just around the gateways, like most yards. But yeah, no, they're really lucky. They all go out. I don't know, mo most days of the week, and if unless they're working really hard, and then you think do you know what by the time you put them out and bought them in move everybody around yeah then sometimes you think they don't mind they look happy you know like if they're tired they're happy aren't they really yeah they eat, so. do you do you keep 
them in groups or are they individual? Um, yeah, I kind of tend to work on, you kind of suss out the characters really. So I've got a new one in, been here since November. And it's always when you get a new one, you have to then re-jig things. And that, I always feel it always upsets the others a little bit rather than them yeah. because they were like new horse in the yard. So you've got to kind of work out their all the personalities. And so like my... I've got three race horses of my own. Well, I say two and a half of my own. So my main older two race boys, they go out together and they they're next to each other and they they're just you know old mates really and they'll go out and stay out overnight. And sometimes I might put them out over one night and then they'll come in the next morning, probably staying all that day. Might not go out that night, so I might stop them in with someone else. And then they go out the next time, so they're kind of like it's every other. But they yeah. love that. They don't that tour and obviously they work as well so those two go together nando nando is the one that goes out on his own and we call it nando's field so he we kind of look off that field with him in the middle because he's a bit he's a funny little person really he's we've had a horse that's got in with him before and i have to say he's chased it around the field um he's a bit he's comes out a bit like a little sort of stalliny culty streak to him um which is surprising yeah um another horse that was similar breed actually it was a little bit like that so yeah. he tends to just go out on his own sort of don't don't risk it really he doesn't want anybody hurt so and then i've got some the girls tend to go out together although i've got an old boy called buster who's 24 25 this year and he goes out with everybody so he's like oh. he'll go out with the new ones because he you know just does the same thing really yeah everybody wants to go to buster but we've only got one of him but he's <laughs> invaluable he's just he's just a saint really yeah, because I mean, I'm, our three, we've got three geldings and they um, they all go together, actually. They're quite a little herd. Um, and uh, the two younger ones, so Mark's horse, my husband's horse, and uh, Buddy, my younger horse, they're, they are real sort of playmate buddies um, yeah. and can get themselves into a bit of a, you know, the yeah. drug and things like that. But, but Precious yeah. now, my advanced horse, he just stays out of it. He's quite Is He's sensible. Mooch yes. off and do his own thing now. But yeah. um You just get yeah. some like a new race boy, he's just one of those that's just a lad and he goes in there and goes, Hello everybody. And I know if I put him out with the others, he'd be the one that nips the ankles and you know, he's just yeah. cheeky. Yeah. You think you're gonna get in trouble, not everybody wants to play with you. So yeah. and again, they can't all have Buster because Buster doesn't want to be out all the time. He's quite no. happy to come in later. So do you have yeah. help? horses on a daily basis or you you're not um i've got somebody um called tyler that's helping me at the moment she does four mornings a week which actually i have to say they do extend more into longer mornings so <laughs> because we kind of go oh and then she's not rushing to go anywhere she's not working at the moment other than helping me so um it does extend a little bit and then if we're out training for the day and she comes with me generally or grooms when we're at events or whoever else wants to groom, really, it depends. But she, she usually does most of that. Yeah. Um, lots of friends come and help. But at the moment, yeah, she's helping me. So she's great. She's a good little rider, brave, um, and just gets on with it. Yeah. And what are you managing to do with them at the minute? Because I know what's, what, what I'm always in awe of is that you don't actually have an arena to work in. I mean, I have a, I have a, a 20 by 40, so not a huge arena, but um, I do have that at least and um reasonable sort of local hacking but you don't have an arena so i'm just in awe of no. yeah what you do no i suppose usually i mean i'm very lucky that my fields are pretty good and it actually just a week ago i was schooling in them um oh. and i i was riding nando and i ran through a few, few things had a little go with some changes and and it was great and the going was lovely i schooled you know a good couple in there but then the next day it rained and that was it it, yeah. it doesn't take much go just awful again but it, yeah. if you get a few days of dry it's amazing how they do dry out because they're on a little bit of slope so the top kind of part's pretty good and my big field is quite varying as well different parts of it you can school at different times of the year wow. but I've not been out there this week um I mean they've got to get used to all terrains haven't they really the event well, so kind of think yeah I mean I'm lucky in as much as we also have some um grass that's actually it's normally kept for hay and so uh i mm. I, I am able to ride on that when i when it's not too wet or too dry or being safe for hay um and you're you right, can't beat good grass that helps an awful lot you know um certainly with a bigger horse which my young horse is a bigger yeah. horse 
getting him out a bit more room and getting him to just to go forward and and um you know you sort of yeah. get the confidence of working them outside in um in the open which we've got to do when we go eventing yeah i mean i tend to go into arenas the smaller ones i kind of feel a bit um word claustrophobic like indoor schools if i it, when I remember when I used to ride a horse at Blue Gates and they had the indoor school there, I'd be out on the grass riding or yeah, outside. Same, same. And I'm fine. I mean, yeah. I'd rather be outside. I'm a bit like, I'm used yeah. to space. So, yeah. But I mean, at the moment, so probably about two and a half months a year, I probably say I can't probably ride in the fields. But if you think horse have a bit of a holiday at the end of the season, yeah. um, then you sort of pick them up again. And then you're doing mainly hacking. So at the moment, it's not too bad. Although a few of mine, had kept going really they'd had mini breaks like nando and storm and, and the other ones are starting a bit more from not say from scratch but getting fit again so it's frustrating for those ones because i kind of would like to go and box up and jump somewhere obviously we can't go anywhere so no. a little bit stuff like but I, I can't see it going on i'm sure they're going to release a few things it's gonna be patient in a couple of weeks and yeah yeah so at the moment you are managing managing to sort of yeah we're just hacking and yeah. schooling at hacking up and down the hills and the half pass up the road as long as you're safe yeah <laughs> you try make sure the transitions are good caroline moore said that didn't she like just um long as you do everything and you stay particular about what you're doing and um disciplined so even just what trots up up and down where you're hacking when you're disciplined in how you're doing it then yeah that's no different the school is it i suppose no that's very true that's very true although i must admit i always sort of think oh you know all this about how you can do schooling out hacking you know yeah you can know. do a little you can do i i think you're right you just have to be thoughtful about it don't you really and, yeah um, you, but you wouldn't probably hack your horse and let it trot around with his head in the air well, no you wouldn't exactly that i think that's the thing i suppose some of the time you're kind of doing it subconsciously anyway yeah. aren't you because you because you ride them properly and also the young ones like tyler and i were talking today and you think when you where we went on today we ended up going out for a couple of hours but probably a lot of walking oh she's go a bit further it's a nice day so we trotted up the hill and went down the hill then you see vans you see cyclists you see rubbish and then you've got to deal with what that horse does that spins around or whatever there's your yeah. pirouette <laughs> but you know you're kind of um you're reacting to what happens aren't you which you in an arena you you kind of create what you want because you're schooling and you have a plan but yeah. you, don't have, you don't really have a plan of what's going to be around the corner or down a hill when it's muddy like my mare went down and there was all mud by the tunnel and she went oh my god I'm not going to do that so then you those kind of things come in don't they to what you probably need later on when you're out on an adventure yes that's very true I must admit certainly with my um, my younger horse I find that actually for him actually certainly going out on his own for example is really a, a yeah. really good education because he's on his own when he's going in the show jumping arena or the cross country yeah. so he's got to deal with whatever he sees whether it's you know i mean t tomorrow it's bin morning for example so it's recycling bags yeah. everywhere and those bin men's don't wait for anybody no, no exactly no. so um yeah but also uh, and then you build up a bond with them don't you I always think with the young ones once you're out hacking on your own with them they they have to put so much trust into you because you're telling them what to do yeah and if they're phasing their life and they think they know everything but in that instance you're kind of like they have to say you know what what do you want me to do and you yeah. kind of deal with it and I always think you kind of I always go out hacking that's bonding time bonding time out hacking yeah that's, that's a really good nice. way of it actually really good yeah because it's they don't think they're schooling do they they think they're no. out hacking and then then they don't worry so much about what you're asking them because they're probably worrying about there's somebody walking their dog up the field yeah yeah I mean, today we had a car that shot out, and I was so busy looking at how nice the horses looked. So I was looking at Nando, and like when he's trotting up the hill, thinking, "Oh, he looks so lovely." I think he's my London fifty-two because <laughs> he looks really beautiful and rounded, and like he's always, he just looks super well at the moment. And uh, and then all of a sudden, they, this car came out, and they both and screeched to a halt. And we both nearly shot their neck, and you think, "Oh my goodness, should have been on the ball there." Um, anyway, we're fine. Yeah, but yeah, no, yeah. definitely hacking. I don't think you can beat hacking really. No, I'm sure you're, I'm sure, yeah, you're definitely right. And, and I think that's the thing. I always sort of, um, I always feel that whatever you do with them, it's, it's kind of got to be worthwhile, if you like. So, um, yeah, even as you say, even hacking can be worth, worthwhile in that respect, very, very much so. Um, so if you're, um, 
I mean, it is it is a difficult time at the minute, and it is slightly different. But it, in normal times, you would then potentially be be going off and and training. Uh, yeah, yeah, training, hiring arenas to jump and stuff. Yeah. And so, how do you how do you? I suppose this time of year, you would normally only be able to go and and jump elsewhere, or I suppose yeah, wouldn't weather would it? Yeah, I wouldn't jump in my field probably this no. time. A rare times I've jumped and done things in February in the field. Um, I could do if I wanted to. I move most of my jumps to be honest because of just trying to look after them. Yeah. Uh, but no, I would go and hire somewhere or do, or just go training. Yeah. Um, and do that. We go to Codham quite a lot. Claverings. And who? Maybe arena hire, like Kiso type thing. Those trainer that you use. Do you go to a specific trainer that you or do you? Um, really into uh, been going to Ros County quite a lot in the last yeah. two and a half years, and she's been absolutely fantastic. Um, that all started because I thought I met her at Poe, and then I met Rachel when she was doing five star there. So and let's tell the tell the listeners because you, you again I'm in awe of you because you go off on these trips round <laughs> round the world, so to speak. You go off to um, you've been off to a number of the, the five stars abroad, and um, uh, a mutual friend of ours that we've we well I I met on um, the BE's bridging the gap training um, yeah. clinics and um, she's she's kind of a bit like well she's a bit like us isn't she she's a real yeah, yeah and she's North. got herself uh, she's got herself up to what was then four star but um, yeah, yeah. you um, good trips um, with with Rachel but um, yeah. And yeah. that, that all started from the B Bridge and the Gap, yeah, that I met her. So I just met her in training and just kind of hit it off, got on straight away. I knew that yeah. we were similar kind of people that enjoy training their horses, learning and having a yeah. good time as well, really. And and they went from there. And then I broke I broke my thumb or broke part of my hand when I was at South of England. And then she was going to Bookalow. And I was like, Bookalow? Oh, I always wanted to go to Bookalow. Because I don't know if anybody's heard of the parties at Bookalow. But because I was out of action, I thought, well, I'm going to go. <laughs> Groom. There was another friend there called Anna that was grooming as well. And I just did the party, party stuff. It was blooming wet, but we had a brilliant time and I loved it. Yeah. Um, and then because you meet everybody else and they see like see you as that party kind of person as opposed to the ride. And then when they see you eventing as well, they're like, oh my God, you event as well as party. Um, but we had a brilliant <laughs> and uh, which I think a lot of uh, event riders are, are well known for doing a bit of party. Yeah, again, that's another thing I'm in awe of. I can't, I really... I'm not very good at combining the two, I have to say. I'm a bit of a misery as far as the event parties are concerned. I'm far too... We had a, we did have a little party at Summerford once, didn't we? Well, we did, yeah. We made use of the gin bar when we had yeah. three... <laughs> like, cold, is anybody else out there? <laughs> yes, and I know I'm reputed to have drunk quite a lot of gin before my first advance, but you weren't there that day, but yeah. Oh, no, well, I think we all need a little bit of that. We need a little bit of that. I'll be the same when I do my first advance. I'm in awe of you because you've done advance. Well, it, I mean, I it's so it feels like so long ago because um, he's been injured since, and then we've had last year, and now we've got this, and you sort of you you feel like you definitely feel like you lose touch, don't you? And um, yeah, I, I find it it's quite just getting your eye back, isn't it? I suppose. Yeah, I find it quite amazing that I ever did that in many ways, but certainly want to get back there it's just um it's just you've got to yeah. kind of go with the flow really still at the minute haven't you gotta keep that dream haven't you yes but, very yeah. definitely definitely and then and then Roz, because you so you manage so, you know, yeah basically you just have to you have to put your horses on the lorry and go up to her really yeah so kind of got to know after being down at poe meeting different people and then i'd got a big thoroughbred stockade and I was always knocking on the door with him at novice and I was so determined to to go novice with him and, and do well at it because he's, he's a nice little horse or nice big horse I should say he's about 17 too yeah. and um I thought every time I went out he'd run out or just not not anything in particular or coming out in the water or stop somewhere going in or out and I kept what's going on it only once like one you know it wasn't like mm. I was eliminated it was just one 20 penalties and I was and my show jumping was good and the dress side and And I thought after watching Roz and seeing she's only tiny. I mean, I'm not particularly big, but she's probably the same height as me, but really slight. She's definitely smaller than me. And riding those big horses and how 
obviously she trains Christopher Bath as well, which I've been to a few times and try and go two or three times a year. So I like that as well. And the fact that they changed the way, way the big horse, like Albie, the balance, didn't they, to make it, yeah. you know, because he was a strong horse rider so I love that and I thought you know I want to want a bit of that I wonder if she'll help me with stocky was the first thing so I went up there and Rachel as well we we both took our thoroughbreds and just stayed up overnight and had a lesson and it was absolutely brilliant and then uh, that year then I kept going back with a few others and that year that thoroughbred stockade I think I had a hundred percent clear cross-country record brilliant. just from all the training just nailing it and just mm. discipline and being pushed being pushed out your comfort zone really and dealing with it yeah um and then I've carried up since with all the others and it's been brilliant and I like the way because she rides as well and trains with similar people it all just kind of comes together because it's a different because you know you're speaking to a rider that rides um young horses up to a five star level she yeah. rides all sorts of different not just like there's the main jumper you have that she work with whatever get the best out of every horse I suppose yeah and I relate that to me I've got you know don't have the easiest horses sometimes but it's what you make them into is the it's it's learning isn't it yeah absolutely yeah because you've got I mean you've got did you say you've got two two or three x race horses I mean you seem to always got x races horses in your string you're obviously um you obviously quite like working with with the thoroughbred yeah definitely my I've got two, yeah two and a half <laughs> but one that's half mine um that I got It'd be two years in the summer actually called uh, storm in december and he's yeah he's a real smart one he's lovely i've taken my time with him and obviously last year it didn't really nothing really happened but he finished on he went up to uh what's it 100 be 100 quite quickly because he's quite a jumper and he was finding it too easy he soon learned about the skinnies and things quite quite early yeah. on um, and so he'll hopefully go novice this year when we get out but he's really cool so he it didn't take long to hang around with him um and then my first Obviously got stockade still. And then I've got another one, Gamble, you never said. He was my first one I took on. And I've had he's 17 this year. Oh wow, 17. I didn't realise. Gosh. 17, I know. Yeah. And Rachel Geary, that is a really good friend of mine, I call her Rachel Gamble. Um, I rang her up these years ago and said I wanted to have a little play with Thoroughbred, um, just thinking as a little project, really. And so I've got just one for you. And he, this this was one of her first rehoming as well, homing jobs. And I went and saw him, just saw him in a field. And I remember the guy said, I could leg you up on him now. You know, he'll be fine. You could put his mane through everything. And I was like, all right. We just saw him trot across the field. That's all. I went, okay, I'll have him. Ran my farrier and said, you know, his feet, uh, you know, he's got, he's got um, whatever feet, thoroughbred feet. And he's got pads on his feet, that was it. And he said, what do they look like? It's a really hot summer. And I went, look, all right. Is it not broken up or anything? I went, no. And he went, how much is it? And I went, grand. And he went, bloody hell, I'd buy it. <laughs> <laughs> so I did and I was a bit like, oh my god what am I doing a horse has got pads on its feet and everybody took the pads off and everything else and uh, later in life it was his feet that sort of didn't help him I suppose which is no. the most of the thoroughbreds but he's managing them isn't it um, and he learned a lot from that but he he was an amazing horse and I was just going to play with him jumped him in the field over a ditch and it really jumped on it flipping neck this isn't going anywhere and he stayed and he went intermediate and two star or what's now three star yeah. Yeah. Um, short format but it was a real achievement to get you know a racehorse up to that level even let alone your first one absolutely yeah and he's my he's my pride I absolutely adore him love him to bits yeah. he won't be going anywhere and uh, he probably won't event now I don't think I want to don't want to break him but um yeah. he'll just do some ROR stuff and dressage and um, he's a cracker he's lovely so so then I've got hooked and then that's it I like a nice thoroughbred you can't beat thoroughbred they're just intelligent learning yeah no i mean i've i've always had quite a few actually to be fair um and um my husband's horse is a is an ex-winter and i've had one or two i've even had one for baileys but um again the classic foot issue probably was 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 sort of what limited him but um i agree i love them they're very rewarding they're very rewarding because they um they learn and they can, yeah, you can change them so, so much, can't you? Yeah. Um, but I have to say, my current two are sort of quite warm, bloody bread. Um, and that's lovely too. I mean, I'm quite... They're know, all different. 
I always yeah. think warm blood is um they're slightly different characters. They can be a little bit tricky in other ways, can't they? Yes, exactly that. Exactly. I don't I don't think there's there's different. any way you can sort of yeah. almost argue one over the other. They've they've both both have got their um you know, their their advantages and their disadvantages. So yeah. um so yeah. So um I mean I don't know what you what you're feeling. You feel for me, you feel like you're you're sort of quite positive at the moment at this time of year. I mean, do you? Yeah. How do you find? How do you manage to keep up your motivation <laughs> as a as a, you know? Because you're a you know essentially. I mean, I find even um, even though you know I'm surrounded by, by perhaps people at work. I mean, I'm working from home at the moment, so I'm not. But you know, I'll have friends at the yard, and I've got friends that I work with. Um, but actually, I find it quite a lonely. Mm. occupation if you like being a you know have being a rider being a you know have being a competition rider and having those ambitions how do you find it um do you um i'm not gonna lie i have my you have up, up days and down days and what would you call it and especially at the moment corona coaster yeah but then at the moment i feel like january is always rubbish let alone having ice you know being locked down as it were so that's nothing that changes there and the weather's always up and down um so going on that at the moment i'm a bit like well I, you know the, the season isn't going to start till the end of march is it so i think this sort of that eases off a little bit so then yeah i think it's probably we'll lucky if it's even then to be honest but there well, we yeah. are hopefully we've got training before then but yeah i think if um if, if you know you get a pouring horrible nasty wet day and you know my horses can go out so i think do you know what if it's really like that I, i'm not gonna i'm not gonna bother get soaking wet all day today but i don't yeah. need to but you know on the ones that are already fit to go but then obviously you can't do that the next day so there is a, yeah, is a thing, week of it? a bigger juice so i have had the odd day where i've been like that um i'm not very good if i'm on my own too long i have to say i'm, I'm a person that loves company of people I like chatting and laughing and yeah. i've got a really really good group of friends and we often do on um whatsapp chats so you know we just leave a message and you're chatting away and I, we often chat we just dribble and waffle on about a load of rubbish sometimes yeah. and then you can listen to it when you want and that's quite nice because it's not text because text can come across different ways can't they you can think oh yeah. someone's oh they're all right they're having a marvelous day you know it's all hunky jewelry yeah. for them but actually when you talk to people and you hear the tone and the voice and whatever you know that it isn't and it's just normal it's the same for everybody yeah. so. I think you're right actually I I um because I um I know when you know we mentioned it we when when I talked to Ben Hobday in in the summer last year well it was May uh, sort of towards the end of lockdown the first lockdown last year and and for one who is sort of you know big and on social media and um mm. you know is surrounded by quite a lot of people he he did say that actually what he finds is that talking to his friends is one of the best ways to sort of lift the spirits and boost the motivation when, you know, yeah. even someone like him um, struggles, you know. Um, to I think on that, on the, 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 the horse and country thing he did as well, he sort of touched on that a little bit about, you know, yeah. how hard it is and, you know, your up and down days and stuff. Yeah. And I think that's, I think to be fair, that's something I've taken away is actually it, it, it is definitely worth just talking. I know you and I have sort of messaged a bit and then we've, you know, in the end, I've just ended up just talking just because it's actually, yeah. it's a lot easier and it, and it yeah. just, yeah, it's just nice to speak to someone that shares the same sort of. Yeah. And if one person's a bit down, the other one might go, well, look at it like this. And then, yeah. Or you, they say, what are you doing today? And you go, oh, I've been watching this and it's really inspirational. You should watch that. And they go, oh, I really watched it. Now I'm back into it again. Yeah. Um, so I think that's really, you know, and then different things that happen. Then you start laughing at funny stories and you go, oh my God, I'm going to tell you this now because it really made me laugh. Um, and that's quite good as well, really. So. Yeah, no, definitely. And, and I think trouble with with the internet and social media and when you've had a bit of a quiet day, you find yourself going in and think, oh, I'll just look on Instagram. I'll just look on facebook and see what's happening then a few minutes later you go i wonder if it's changed nothing's changed and then you can get really stuck into oh my oh they're having a marvelous time they're jumping in their arena i don't have one at the moment so you know and then you think mm -hmm. but then you've got to look at where you've come from 
haven't you? And what yeah. you've achieved and where you're going. And then you it kind of changes things around a bit. You just sort of snap yourself out of it or don't even sometimes you might have a break from it and go, Do you know what? I'm not gonna I'm not even gonna look at anything. I'm gonna just watch training videos or a movie or do something different. Yeah. We can't really do much different at the moment, can we? But I suppose you can go for a dog walk or I don't know. No, but I think that's what I think that's very wise advice. I think it's very easy just to keep comparing yourself with with everyone else on there and of course we all know that it's 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 the edited highlights isn't it you know um, yeah. none of us really particularly want yeah. to put the or or think about putting the you know so, the mud and the filth and the you know the bad some people say a lot and it's always you think oh my goodness it's so good for you you know kind of thing you think well it can't be but they don't ever put anything other than that I mean if I go in a bit of a quiet time it's usually I just I don't say anything at all <laughs> then you, yeah. think, oh, you know then all of a sudden I might pick up it's not something some people just do it every day don't they yeah but i suppose it's good to put those you know some let's say bad days or yeah, certain exactly. things on yeah i know i've done that not just in covid times but when i've come i've had a run of coming off horses and in the end you kind of go as a picture you know i think didn't go to plan today and you're being dragged along the floor by horses that's done whatever but that's yeah. reality isn't it that's what they do to you and you need the bad to be to have the good indeed you do very much so very much so um uh, yeah certainly i mean at the moment i've been um Obviously, before before we were sort of grounded, I just started to um, to have some lessons. Well, I started in the summer really with um, with an international rider, and that's yeah, that I, I it was great. It was good to have a fresh approach and to open your eyes to to different ways and to set a completely different bar actually. And um, I found that really. Very as well yeah really quite inspiring and on the one hand you feel like oh my god how the hell have I managed up to now I'm I'm totally rubbish mm. you know because yeah I mean I just sort of yeah I can't do exactly what she's telling me to do and I'm just like how have I got this far if I really can't do this but on the yeah, other hand as well, you know, isn't you have it? got that far you have yeah. managed to get there and it's just a different way and it's it, it you've got to change you've almost got to take things to bits sometimes to put them back together again to get that next level up and get level. that you've got to come back to go forwards yeah well, exactly because like someone said to me it's not um you're not moving you're not moving backwards you're moving diagonally so you might be you might have a little setback but not really you? you're kind of going diagonally there it's kind of creep, yeah. doesn't it? it just kind of creeps up yeah. there one beauty of 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 lockdown and so on is is where we can is at least we get where we've got the time to work on these things even if yeah, you know, exactly. we're not able to perhaps well, we get the frustration that we're not able to work on them as much or as quickly as we want to but at least we can because yeah the pressure when we're not being pressured into preparing for you know events yeah. and feeling that we've got to take horses out when you know yeah. We perhaps don't need to save a bit of money as well <laughs> yes exactly that that's what i'm sort of feeling as well because i will have two potentially on the go and that's yeah. going to be quite um quite tough so yeah exactly save a bit mm. um i was gonna say something else on that um yeah when you go training and you yeah you have the comfort zones push and you know, i'm the same as you so i'll go somewhere and then you know you kind of think like you what how have i done managed to do what i'm doing when they take it apart and you kind of go this has got to be better and that's got to be better and you're sitting here and you've you know just and and you just come out of these lessons and the horses are tired and you're tired and then we've even jumped them like when we've been able to lizzle winter and stuff and she's absolutely yeah. fantastic and just hits everything the nail on the head isn't it and you yeah. come out going oh my god awesome but shit i've got to be so much better yeah. and not that you're rubbish it's just that you know you think i've got to work so much harder and it feels like massive doesn't it and i think yeah. probably when you ones that ride as well you look at them and think yeah but do you are you that disciplined like this every day and I guess they are yeah but they're humans so they can't surely be I'm always intrigued to, to know that you just think yes exactly I, I mean and I to guess be. as well because they do obviously they do train with they do train as well so they must go to trainers and it would be great well, they get be, the buttons pushed don't they out of exactly their I mean it, exactly so it would be great to be flies on the wall when when they're going to their trainers to see what to see what yeah. being picked up in there well, you hear stories and you think how they've you know have got you know like Ros will say to me you know I said you know I come go to Ros and I think she makes you do this line that line and over there and you look at and think 
my goodness and it's so hard you've got to sit up and you've got to look and you've got to you know not think about strides and this kind of stuff and then you do it and you think oh my goodness once you've done it how easy it feels but time and you and you kind yeah. of have this oh my goodness what we're going to do today but then she'll say right she probably wouldn't do that herself i mean she does do different exercises and training but she said that's why that she would go to chris to be pushed out of her comfort zone so yeah, yeah. it's the same for them and yes and i think and do it more so than us you've kind of got to do some of these things. You've got to make the mistakes and not be afraid to make the mistakes, haven't you? Mm. Because that's how you well, learn. That's what they say, that's yeah. You learn as well. You, you've got to kind of not protect them from things because you know you think you're going to do it really really badly, but you've got to try and tackle them anyway in the safest possible way um, so that you both get a chance to learn because otherwise yeah. if you just... Well, it's like if a... You know, you know, if if you're working in a competition like years ago, you probably had it, and like your horse stops at a practice fence. You go, oh my god, it stopped at a practice fence, and it's, you know. But now if they do it, I think, Blimey, good job. You know, now I'm gonna sort it out, and uh, I'm yeah. glad it happened there because obviously wasn't paying attention. And it's like that when you go training, isn't it? It's sort of Indeed. rather than worrying that's happened. Well, you need those runouts to happen in your training or to stop, or it's better if you can get to the fence and they stop because then you can put them right and say, no, that isn't how we do it yeah learn from it so it's different you kind of learn a different mindset from it don't you and then yeah. you come out and i think one of the things that sort of take take brings me on actually i was, I was thinking one of the things that when you start i mean one of the beauties of eventing is that we compete against the top riders mm. pretty much every time don't we even even at you know at the the lowest levels you can be competing against um top riders um but as you go up the levels, you know, that's pretty much all you're competing You're in against. a field with full of it, them. It's, I do don't you know. Find, do you it, get, you know, in awe, it, you know, when you're you working You do, I mean, you've got to you sort go, of, one, on the one hand, you're in awe of them, but on the other hand, you're trotting alongside them and you're, yeah, and it's quite interesting yeah. watching, they have some of the same problems and they ask some of the same questions you know um yeah. i've been in the you know you're in the cross-country warm-up and we're all asking each other how many strides is it through there or what line yeah. are you going to take here and you know and and you're just sort of sitting there thinking well that was pippa funnel well, just asking it, that you know <laughs> was when they come up to you and they go they come up to me and they go can you can i just go through the course with you and uh, and you think, oh my God, you're asking me? Yeah. Well, how many strides are between there? And I go, I'm oh, not very good at counting strides, so I think don't don't ask me about that. But um, no. yeah. Not but on the other hand, then you know, once you've you know once you've got to know a few of them, or you even if you've only got to know them a little bit by sight, it is great because then I I do now actually do the same thing. Like um, you know, I will actually say, oh, you know, what what are you what do you think through that combination or or just remind me what the strides are or whatever um and it's also yeah good to, to sometimes to ask that but I also know remember to know your initial thoughts isn't it when you walk the courses to that's right that's right and what you, you know how your horse goes and whether your horse is a long strider or a, you know my horse is a spooky horse so he's always quite careful so he always likes to add when you know um if he's given the chance but yeah. um that's what we're working on trying not to do the adding <laughs> but, um, um but you're right it is, it is so nice to yeah just because you then i think i think well, through the whole sport you, you chat to people don't you i always talk to all sorts you of do people. and then of course with my job as well i'm completely obsessed whenever i see bailey's logos on <laughs> Cross, i'm veer <laughs> over and go <laughs> <laughs> Just to say hello or, or yeah, see, see who's yeah. there. Um, but it's so. nice. And I, I like that. And actually, um, some some of them, you know, most of the riders are actually really, really chatty. And other times you, you see them and you might speak to them. They, they kind of say, you think, oh, they're a bit offish. But then they're just concentrating on what they're doing. And they have yeah, nerves, exactly. so, like the rest of us. So you soon get yeah. used to um, yeah, Exactly. And I think that's the thing. I mean, you, you know, I mean, I know. And quite a lot of people the time people don't necessarily certainly in the early days they don't necessarily recognize who I am because I'm there I am with my hat and everything on and and they may have last seen me just all Bailey's togged out somewhere on perhaps on their yard or whatever and um yeah it's just nice you just say a quick Isn't hello and you can catch up with them later yeah. sorry but yeah um yeah. It's, but it's certainly nice I think it's such a lovely sport that people are you know it's great you know because everyone's in the same boat aren't they? it's a dangerous sport and yeah. everyone's bit 
and um, and producing the horses and I think that goes all the way through doesn't it I always think like when you're um sometimes when you're on a day when you've got a lot of the pro riders and they're riding their young ones and they you know however many they've got in a day and I suppose I do the same you know I sometimes have three or four five yeah. once I've had five in a day or it's a bit manic and you think god you have time to stop and um and how when they're chatting on the cross country start and they're all in a group together and this is like they're not even talking about the course they're just talking about banter or parties or whatever and it's just like a normal yeah normal work day as well and then they go into their yeah. job and you say oh my god they're so chilled out and yeah. it's quite fun you know they're, they're a good fun bunch yeah and I and I think as well you know they always have that I always think there's that little bit of an advantage because um if they make a mistake or 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 whatever on one horse they've got another couple of goes to make sure that they can get it right and I think I'm always yeah. envious of, of that in in maybe they got it wrong on all five of them though <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what the conversation in the lorry on the way home is like then because that's always the thing isn't it if you have a yeah you know, you horses and or one that you're really because you can really someone's put pressure on yourself can't you for yeah. certain horse you're riding or whatever and you have to remember also don't you about you know where you come from where you're going and how much fun yeah. you're doing it for and you know you think on that journey home like I don't know if, if you're the same it's like the person you're with they must think oh my god I'm bored of this you're constantly going over what's yeah. happening how can I do it right I shouldn't have done this I shouldn't have done that or you know and it lasts about a day and then that's it it right and then you're on to the next thing but yeah. it's that first 12 hours or so you're yeah. and you've got you've got um a couple few of your horses are um uh, owned by others so you you've got yeah. sort of owners to um to answer to I suppose that's the wrong thing but yeah. I'm guessing that you you all get on very well and um yeah. they they're quite understanding yeah, got... and, and do they get involved in planning seasons or do they pretty much leave it to you they sort of generally leave it up to me really um like Nando's owns they're, they're super lovely and uh they also own Andrew Hoy's top horse Vasily de Lassos um and so I'm very privileged that I've got Nando wow. and uh, every you know like year I've got him now to hopefully to get me to the top they yeah. said the way so that's so exciting because obviously um I want to get to advanced well like you Jane that's one of my that's one of the goals there's plenty of goals yeah. so but that's great so we've got him to carry on with and he's a, he's a he can be a tricky little horse lots of ways but he's got he's a real sweetie I do I adore him lots and they're absolutely brilliant owners so they they do leave me to it actually on the planning and I usually ring them up and say, this is what I'm planning to do. You know, what would you think? And um, whatever, whatever you think. And even to the point when I've been at an event and the weather's been disgusting and horrible and I go, do you know what? I said, I'm just ringing you to let you know. I can't remember which one it was off my head. And I went, I'm not going to do this. It might've been not Bicton last year before and the weather had been really, really awful. And I was doing my first three star short and he did a good test. He'd show jump clear and he's quite a spooky jumper. So I was thrilled with that. But in, in my mind, I think also it's about, it's about also who you're with as well, isn't it? On the weekend and, and things and the people that can, you know, had some really, really good friends and things there. Um, but I need, you need to be in that mind. When you're jumping big courses, you have to have that. Um, what's the word? You've got to be in that focus, haven't you? Yeah. And that zone to be like, yeah. you're invincible and you can do it and you're going to do this yeah. and do that. And it'd been pouring down the rain. It was horrendous. And that next day, you know, I, I think it all ran. The show didn't run one day. The, I patched the cross country was in the afternoon. And I, I thought, you know what? I've not had enough intermediate runs on this horse. You know, I just thought, I just thought we could do it and it could be amazing. But I knew then that I was going to be able to ride in, you know, had in the next season. And I just thought I didn't want it to go wrong. And I didn't want, okay, maybe that's from, as you're learning at the levels, you yeah. have that little thought and not, you know, I know that we've got next year and obviously th next year, like last year was COVID and that was a pain in the arse. And then I wish I'd done it. But the time yeah. I chose not to and finish on that good note with the show jumping and good and knew what I had for the next year to work on. So it can never be the wrong decision. So I rang the owners and said, look, the ground's awful. I'm just feeling now that maybe I needed a few more runs, which I probably did. So I was hungry to do it. Um, and they were like, whatever you, you know, you're the rider, whatever you feel, we'll go with, you know. That's lovely. And it was really lovely and they're, you know, they're really great for that. Because I wouldn't do it, I'm not the sort that goes, oh, I don't fancy it today, I'm not going to do it. I'm not a good person. But sometimes I do think you've got to be pretty sensible head on. Yeah, uh, yeah. And, you know, maybe if um, 
Rosid had been there or um, Lizzle or someone like that, they'd have gone, for God's sake, building, get on with it, you know? Yeah. And I might have gone, oh, God, yeah. Or Rachel. <laughs> Rachel yeah. shouting at the box, you know, go on, builders, um, put your peaky blinder kind of head <laughs> on, as it were. But, you know, that's a, can never be the wrong decision. So, they're, they're, you know, those, those owners are great. And the other owners have got um, at home at the moment, another young horse, and one we just sold. Um, yeah, she's she's lovely too, and uh, good. Um, will give me every support on what decisions we make to do with them. So good. I think you just want to keep them involved and discuss what yeah. you're planning to do. Yeah, yeah. And one of my old owners said the same once. It was it was a young horse and a horrible day, and I said, look, she went totally agree with you. Don't you know if it's horrible and disgusting, you don't need to go on the cross country course. So I leave yes. it. And yeah. Always another day. Yeah, so I've learned that as well. But yeah, I'm very lucky. Got some. And um, being a Bailey's rider, I guess we really need to talk about the feed side of things. Mm -hmm. um, what what are you what are you putting in their feed bowls at the minute at this time of year? Um, Ease and Excel is my favourite, my fav. Um, and performance balancer, Bailey's yeah. performance. Balancer. Yeah. And they also get a bit of chaff and Alpha A and. A little bit sugar beet, just because it's a little treat, I sort yeah. of think. I also think, oh, it's cold, it gives them some sugar beet. <laughs> a bit wetter, although they'll get their feeds quite wet anyway. Yeah. And I, I just think with these in itself, I just, all my horses, my horses look lovely. And Nando looks absolutely fantastic at the moment. And interestingly, last year, he went really light. And I don't know why, so I've got to make sure I'm on top of that. Because I think there's still a little bit of grass, isn't there? Am I just... Yeah. I yeah. We've only got a little bit of grass. Um, and maybe I didn't didn't up his food enough for the work that he was doing yeah. and certainly he looked fit when he wasn't he looked like a vent fit in the middle of the season when he wasn't he looked quite tubular he can go quite tubular looking mm. but at the moment he looks like in show condition which is, so i need to kind of keep that going with that so i need to i do need to remember yes because um precious my my advance horse he can be a bit like that actually if you're not careful because actually on the whole he's a He's a very good doer, so I'm exactly the same as you. Um, I've got uh, Ease and Excel, uh, number 21, and uh, Performance Balancer. And Precious, um, generally being a good doer, actually through the spring and summer, will pretty much event on the balancer mm. and um, grass and um, hay. But at yeah. this time of year, he is um, getting some Ease and Excel. But actually... He still only gets one scoop, <laughs> like one scoop between his three feeds, and then he gets balanced. Yeah. But um, you're right; you've kind of got to keep an eye on him because I've had him where I've I've had him looking a bit, as you say, a little bit sort of um, ready to go three day when actually it's you know he's still yeah. um, not even half properly fit. So I've I've learned to sort of actually um, keep in. I think on those ones as well. So and what I love with using Excel and the performance balance, so I feel like I can adjust it. So I can drop the easement cell a bit and I can give them more performance balancer. Yeah. I kind of do my own kind of thing with that. Yeah. And no, also I do conditioning nuts as well. That sometimes I give my thoroughbred, but he um he he's quite sprightly at the moment. So I've kind of cut him right down actually. But so he's the one that needs he does need he, I mean thoroughbreds are never gonna look like round and porky, are they really? They're not well, they do as they muscle up, but they don't I mean, this one, he's just kind of quite leggy and yeah. he looks better on attack. He's not skinny, but you know, you think, mm. I feel like I want to get more on him. But I guess as they start to change and their muscles change and you've got to feed accordingly, yeah. haven't you? But, you, know. itself, is that you, can, you can feed it, you know, you can safely feed it and it, it yeah. doesn't go to their head, which at this time of year is obviously ideal. Because um, yeah. um, I'd be giving the nuts as well, the um, conditioning nuts. Right. Number four. So then I'd sort of ease that off now, and now he's on more of these in itself. This is the yeah. thoroughbred. So I think that's really helped his brain, definitely. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. No. And they like it as well. I mean, like Nan, and also Nando is not a big, he's not a greedy horse. So if you give him his breakfast, sometimes he might leave a bit of it. And you don't worry about it. I'll just leave him to eat it at lunchtime when you want to. He's not a massively yeah. quite good for that, especially when you can put the performance balancer in. Yeah, yeah, no, that's good. That's um, good. Yeah. yeah. So we're very similar in that respect and I do yeah I do find it really um helpful sort of tweak with mm -hmm. the levels and um according to uh, yeah at the moment because so my young horse is a bigger horse and uh, my husband's horse 
I just thought they what were... What do you think young, your young one? He's, to be honest, he was on um, full bore Even Excel all last winter, and then he's been on Balancer all... He was on Balancer all summer, and then he's been on yeah. a bit half and half, but I've just started to up his Even Excel a little bit more, because I just think we're getting to that part in the winter where mm. actually that certainly our field is very tired now to say yeah. a polite way of putting it yeah. and also, I think there is a bit of grass you know there's not an awful lot there and it's been so miserable so cold and wet that actually I just was slightly starting to think mm, I think you're he and the um, thoroughbred are just dropping a little bit so let's let's just put mm. increase their reason excel a bit um just to get some just to I think and also when you see them every day isn't it it's kind of yeah and actually, I've been, because I can, luckily, I've been doing a little bit of lunging again. Like I started, actually, first lockdown. I've always, you know, always used to lunge, but actually I'd sort of got out of the habit. And um, last year with lockdown, I did start to lunge a little bit. And I think that is that is a useful way to just sort of assess them, stand back and assess them and just look at, look at um, not just their condition, but their muscles and their top line. And you can just see how they're working and how they're using themselves. It can show up a lot of things, actually, can't it? Yeah. Like, and, um, in London, someone's quite like it. Yeah. So I've been, but I sort of just, you know, this the last couple of weeks, I'm like, oh, I don't know. I stood back and I just thought, yeah, I'm just going to give you a little bit more food um, just to keep the, just to, to stop yeah. them dropping it. Because that's the trouble. Once they've dropped it, it can be hard to put it back on. So that's Get it back, what I'm trying to yeah. do sort of catch them before it happens but yeah so looking ahead let's sort of think about have you got sort of tentative plans for this year or are you just kind of waiting to see I I need to make with the young ones I uh I sort of you have a little plan there's so many events young ones can do isn't there so you can yeah that's true really but then when it comes to more experienced ones you do need a bit of a plan I have to I've had a quick look but I've not, because of like lockdown and everything else, I was a bit like, well, things are going to be a bit on hold, but I do need to probably have a plan. We need to get over to see Lizzle. She'll plan it for us. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, I mean, I must have... Someone do it for me, because I'm like, I don't know yeah. what to do. That doesn't work, and that doesn't work, and that doesn't fit in, and it's making sure you don't... Especially you want to, you know, have a nice run to start with, don't you? And then, But they don't yeah. want to have that doing too many, what I call nice runs, novice runs. You want to crack on back up there and... Yeah. Um get jumping some big courses again chatsworth i've got my mind but obviously chatsworth doesn't run only runs novice well if they run novice because at half the time they don't they cancel that don't they lately um and then you know nando won't be going there because there's only it's not intermediate or anything there is there it goes big big stuff we're not ready for that yeah but others might go there yeah that is the dilemma with that one i always i always I always agree. I always think, oh yeah, if they did intermediate, it would be really good to go mm. up there. Good run up there, but Rockingham, love Rockingham. Yeah, Rockingham's lovely. Quite um, close, isn't it? So yeah, I'm the same. I must admit, I haven't really looked. I haven't really looked because it just you're sort of like I don't even know when we're going to start, so um, it's yeah. a bit hard to sort of. Plan. I mean, most of the people like all the ones that are going to badminton, and obviously they've got to keep going, haven't they, with their yeah. fitness? And then you sort of think, well, how they've also got to. They've got to have a run. Well, we've all got to have runs before we do anything, but they've got yeah. to have a run somewhere yeah. before they go on a five-star yeah. track. And some of them might not even run at all, run anything big last year. No, quite. But Poe would be okay. But, um, you know, that's, you know, you just think, oh, my goodness, how do they do that? Just yeah. to, yeah. you know, because it's like, you know, and you said about ambitions. I mean, what's your, your what's your, um, what's your main ambition? Right? You've done advanced. So you're... When, I, when I got um, precious. I mean, I've had him nearly, I've had him eight years now. And when I got him, I hadn't really ever done anything. I'd done the odd novice. So I got him and I thought, oh, it would be amazing if I, if I'll be thrilled if I can do a novice three day and I'll be made up if I ride round intermediate. Well, of course, you know what it's like. You, When you achieve these things, you then keep pushing your boundaries and, and changing your, moving your goalposts. So I never dreamt that we would get to advanced, but it was it just you know because we worked hard and we did we'd spent quite a lot of time at intermediate old two-star and so it it felt i won't say easy but it felt fine 
challenging. Yeah. I won't, you know, I won't, you know, it was. I mean, crikey, when you walk the courses and you see the, the width yeah. and the spreads and that size. But even if you walk them and you go, I used to walk the first, even at the intermediate, you walk the first few courses, the first few fences and you go, that's big, that's big. And then you think, oh, there'll be a let up in a minute. And then you get to another combination and think, oh my God, that's even worse yeah. than last one. You go on further and you go, I'm even going up Summerford and doing those kind of fences. You go, oh my God, and there's another one, another one, another yeah. one. And then you get to the end, you go, I really like the last fence. The last fence is really nice. <laughs> Um, but it is like that, isn't it? But as you ride around, you've got a jumper, then yeah. you realise, then your training comes into play. Yeah. I think, oh my God, that didn't feel like, didn't know what yeah. to expect, actually. Yeah. That was okay. So, yeah. so I'd love to get, you know, he then sustained an injury. We, um, we started at uh, Barbary Four Star in 2018. Uh, didn't finish the cross country and subsequently then don't know whether it was related, um, was injured. And um, so I would love to feel I can get back up there. My ultimate aim with him would have been to get round a four star long. Again, I've no idea how, whether that's, if it, it's sort of, you know, in theory, it still feels possible, but when you've been out of it for the, that long, you sort of, you know, you, as you just doubt yourself again, don't you? Um, yeah, and it's, it is hard to keep, mentally just not doubting yourself you've got to really keep believing haven't you yeah we're up against that have got to also they've got to believe in us and they've got to we've got to just keeping them sound and that's the thing is that is the thing um and then that's partly why then i got the young horse to sort of come along behind and then you sort of think yes but realistically counting the years you know how long is that going to take but um yeah, yeah if you didn't have that in your head you wouldn't you know uh, but um, I think it, I sort of feel like if I could get a four star long, ultimately it was Blenheim is the one I have in mind, but you know, who knows, um, yeah. uh, I would be, I would probably draw a line then, but that's, you know, you never know what you're going to feel like <laughs> when you get there, do you? <laughs> it's like people that go, their childhood dream has been to ride around badminton and you kind of go, well, I suppose when I was a child, I didn't really know much about badminton. Really no, important. I didn't. So, and then you think, even now, I think, okay, would, would my dream be to ride around badminton? I wouldn't say that's my dream, but because it sounds like I'm not being ambitious, because if I get the horse up to, and then, you know, like Nando, maybe he could. Yeah. Um, people say they know when it's a five-star horse, don't they? But you just got to get through the first bits first, haven't you? So, yeah. kind of thing that isn't my ultimate dream, but my dream at the moment is to go advance, and then it opens up other doors, and you go, yeah. go four-star, and then... I want to, I'd like to be on the, you know, Nations Cup team type yeah. thing. Maybe go like Olympics, what, Paris 2024. <laughs> that was my latest <laughs> thing with Paula and David. I said, we never know. He could be riding alongside Andrew Hoy and Vasily Dilassos. And we were like, oh, that would be something, wouldn't it? Yeah, that would be um, And you think, well, it could be achievable, couldn't it? It's two years yet, but um, you have to be realistic as well. But yeah. that dream, uh, you've yeah, got to keep working at it. And you know, as talented as lots of people can be, if you don't work hard enough at it, um, you know, it, it doesn't happen, does it? No, but it, it, it's, working. It, it's working hard and it's working wise as well, isn't it? It's, um, it's doing, yeah, doing it's enough right thing <laughs> um, and training. Um, but so, like, yeah. it's... Um, it's certainly it's well it's nice to have something in 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 your head isn't it otherwise why would we you know how do we sort of keep ourselves and then once you've gone around blenheim and stuff you'll then go do you know what qualified now for how many ones i don't know i mean when people have to work out what they have to you know qualifications they have to get to do these things i mean that takes ages doesn't it how many courses qualify five star and you think crikey and then you have then you do less runs as well because they can't run so much that is the thing Um, but then you'll go, oh, now I'll do that, and I'm going to qualify five. So then, why wouldn't you give it a go? Yeah. If you've got, you know, yeah. Because you admire the other people that have that one horse that goes there, and it might not, but they've done it. Yeah. So, and yeah. then you've got teams that are just the machines that are for those yeah. incredible. Well, um, well, I certainly wish you all the very best for the season when it when it starts. Um, let's Each hope it. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure we'll, I think we'll be delayed, um, but I'm sure we'll we'll get going in due course. And at least this time around, we kind of feel that there should be 
an end to it what with vaccinations and all the rest yeah and hopefully we won't start we'll start earlier than what we did last year it'd be annoying to start again in july wouldn't it yes that's very true that is very true yeah because then around here the ground goes rock hard doesn't it so we're all a bit stuffed in that respect we go from a trek all around the country to yeah chasing the we like lorry trips we like lorry trips yeah you're very good driving your lorry um road trips and the big red yeah you're very good with that whereas i balk at it a little bit but um, we need a trip abroad we need to get over to ireland but then that's kind of complicated now because of yes (laughs) yes very much so very much so anyway that's been i mean it's been great fun actually it's already been sort of um quite uh therapeutic just having a good old i know all is fine so um so there we are. We've we've sort of uh, sorted out our our little um, issues and given ourselves a pick up. So we hope everyone else has really enjoyed listening and look forward to welcome you back to the Bailey's Hall Speed podcast next time. <laughs>